saw a piece in the Montreal Gazette the other day, an opinion piece. Uh, the title of the piece, uh, Official Languages Changes Pose a Direct Threat to English-Speaking Quebecers. The author of the piece, an English-Speaking Quebecer, and the Member of Parliament from Mount Royal, Anthony Housefather, joining us this morning from Montreal. Mr. Housefather, Anthony, good morning and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's great to have you. You wrote a really passionate piece in the National Post just a few days ago, sir. And the last line is what caught our attention the most. Quote, it is time for other Canadians to care about this issue. And the headline of the article, uh, uh, which you wrote, Official Languages Act Changes pose a direct threat to English-speaking Quebecers. Why do Canadians in British Columbia, Nova Scotia, the Yukon, and elsewhere need to care or start to care about these rules and laws in the province of Quebec, please? Well, thank thank you so much for having me. I I think it's so important. We're one country. We're all Canadians, and we have to care about one another, and we have to care about minority rights that are being violated, no matter what minority it is and no matter what part of the country we're we're in. We all care about Indigenous rights, even though many of us are not Indigenous. We all care about concerns of racialized minorities, and linguistic minorities need that same respect. And recently in Quebec, as you know, there's been Bill 21, that has blocked people wearing religious symbols and getting jobs in the public service right. uh, and te- being, even teaching in public schools. Uh, and then there's bill, been Bill 96, which, you know, amends the French language charter, which English-speaking Quebecers have grudgingly learned to live with over the last 45 years, to, to do things that are totally untenable and unfair. For example, we can no longer get birth certificates or death certificates or marriage certificates in English, even though it's all a question of a bureaucrat pressing a button to get the English version. And what's even worse is they're saying the only people entitled to get English services in Quebec from the Quebec government in the vast majority of cases are those who can attend English schools in Quebec, which means that if you're not someone who had a parent who attended English school in Canada, you're essentially no longer able to get English services in Quebec, even if you move there from the United States or Britain or Australia and your first language is English. And, and that's ridiculous. There are government services available in English, but you won't be able to get them because your birth wasn't proper. Um, and, and so there's so and, and, and they use the notwithstanding clause, of course, to circumvent the Charter of Rights in order to propagate this bill. And, and I think we all need to care about that. And now, even worse, the bloc and the conservatives are seeking to 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 take this provincial bill and reference it in a federal bill, the Official Languages Act, and say that we need to respect Quebec's linguistic decisions. And and basically that would take away rights from English-speaking Quebecers under the Official Languages Act, which is even worse, and why Canadians across the country should care. Well, you know, it's interesting. I'm not at all surprised, Anthony, to hear that the bloc would be very strongly in favor of uh, doing exactly that. But it is a bit baffling for people a few thousand miles away as to why the federal conservative party would want to support something like that. I guess it goes under the general heading of pandering to Quebec. But it is a bit surprising for the conservatives uh, to be in the same pocket as the bloc on something this fundamental in terms of rights. I agree, and I think most English-speaking members of the Conservative Party wouldn't agree, and I, I, I think many people outside of Quebec wouldn't agree, uh, and I think that basically they've made a, a calculated decision to cater to the nationalist vote in Quebec. Again, the Conservatives keep trying to do that and then keep losing in Quebec, but that's my feeling of what Mr. Polyev is trying to do. Um, and the committee members who are Conservatives now, 
they're sending four French-speaking Quebecers to the committee. So, so basically, the entire decision is being made by their Quebec caucus, their French-speaking Quebec caucus. Um, and, and really, I don't think most of their members even know what's going on. Mr. Housefather, you sit for the riding of Mount Royal. One of your predecessors in that riding was former Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau. What do you think he would think about this new uh, business from uh, Quebec City? I, I think, again, Mr. Trudeau was the one who gave us the Charter of Rights, and he certainly wouldn't like the notwithstanding clause being used preemptively to take away the rights of people from his own province. Um, I, I'm sure he speak out very strongly against that. I'm pleased that our government has said that we're going to challenge the preemptive use of the notwithstanding clause before the Supreme Court, whether in the Bill 21 case or in a reference. And, and that goes to show, imagine a, approvingly referring to a provincial bill in a federal bill that uses the, preempt, the notwithstanding clause preemptively. When we go to court, can you imagine what the Attorney General of Quebec or the Attorney General of another province defending the preemptive use would say when we're challenging it? They're, saying, they're going to say, you referred to a law in your own federal bill that does it. It, right. it, it seems crazy. So the challenge to the notwithstanding clause, seriously overdue, Anthony, given the fact that it has been used multiple times by the government of Quebec to enable its anti-English dimensions. So why this time as opposed to five or ten years ago? Well, I think the notwithstanding clause, use of preemptively, Quebec never used the notwithstanding clause preemptively until the Bill 21 case. Uh, I mean, uh, the, the last time Quebec had used the notwithstanding clause was in 1989, uh, you know, on, on the signs issue. And while the original PQ government continued to, you know, pass laws that use the notwithstanding clause in a blanket way, Quebec has not done that since 1985. What's happened is both Quebec and Ontario have now preemptively sought to use the notwithstanding clause on a couple of occasions. And we're seeing that it's spreading more and more and more. And it's time for somebody to stand up and say, look, I don't think this clause should have been in the charter in the first place. I don't think you should be able to override fundamental rights like freedom of expression and freedom of religion. But if you do so, you should only do it after a court judgment tells your entire population that you're violating their rights. And then you're making a political decision to tell them we don't care. So uh, if this, uh, you, know, you point out in the article you wrote about this in the National Post a few days ago, that this, uh, this initiative is widely supported by the French-speaking population of Quebec and equally adamantly opposed by the English-speaking minority. The mathematics alone, Anthony, suggests the minority is, uh, doesn't stand much of a chance in terms of being able to represent itself effectively. So how, what's the solution? Is it in the courts? Is that the only chance the English-speaking minority in Quebec has of, of, of an ethnic survival, if you will? Well, I don't think it's a question of an ethnic survival, but it is a question of linguistic rights where the minority community feels that our institutions are being threatened. And, and yes, given that it's passed the Quebec legislature, the only chance for us is to attack it in the courts where it violates the federal constitution. For example, there's some provisions that violate the equality of English and French before the courts. So that we could challenge the preemptive use and notwithstanding clause we could challenge. Um, but what I'm actually talking about now is incorporating the reference to that Quebec bill in a federal bill. And certainly the French speaking majority in Quebec is not the majority in the house of commons. Right. So you're going to have to have English MPs from across the country that are supporting the bill referring to this law. And my request to all of them is take the reference to that bill out of the law completely. Don't let the committee, which has put it in, get away with it. Have the house reverse it when it comes back to the house. 
Anthony, 30 seconds, sir. That's all we've got left. What can people in B.C. do to show their support for what you're up to? Please contact your member of parliament and say we should not have references to Quebec's charter of the French language, which is now Law 96, in a federal bill. That's what you can do. Email your MP. Thanks for this, Anthony. Good to speak to you, sir. We wish you success going forward. Great to see you, Thank you so much. Have a great day.